when you went to look at it with those other cash buyers, that was your first time seeing it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you literally got it locked up without having any idea of the condition. Yeah. This video is brought to you by Flipster, the nation's largest property database, including houses on the MLS and off-market leads, like pre-foreclosures and vacant homes. To find your next wholesale or fix and flip deal, start your free trial today at joinflipster.com. All right, so nice to meet you, Ashley and Isaac. You guys are in Oklahoma City, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, and really excited to talk to you about a couple of your recent deals. Um, so first, tell me about you two. You, are you two, you two are business partners? What is there a relation with you two or how's that work? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Boyfriend and girlfriend. We've okay, been- so a boyfriend, girlfriend team. Awesome. Well, that's fun. Yeah. And so let's talk about this first deal. It was kind of fun because you learned a lot. You went through a couple of uh, mistakes that you shared with me. Uh, but let's talk about that. Your first deal, you found that within two weeks of getting started, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's pretty fast. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, were you guys surprised that you got a deal that fast? Yeah, yeah. We, were and we were working part time. We thought it was going to take. Yeah. So you're we working. Actually, we actually got one before the one that we were able to close on, but we had to cancel it um, because he we made a mistake. We crossed the highway when running. Comps. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we had to back out on that one. Okay. So you mis- you miscalculated the ARV? Yeah. Yep. That's common. That's a process to learn how to do that better. But then when you got this deal, it was two weeks after you got started. Was that was that two weeks after starting to make calls or two weeks after starting to learn about wholesaling? No, two weeks after making the calls. Okay. Perfect. So that's a really important distinction. How long were you learning about wholesaling before you started making calls? Uh, I'd say about a month. We could put our headphones okay. in at work and watch like, or listen to all your videos. One hour one. Yeah. Phone call. The phone call. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you find those helpful just watching me on the phones? Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. So you you get a, you get you call an agent. You did the double dip technique, right? Where you let the listing agent also represent you on the offer. Yeah. And tell us what, how that went. What, what was that experience like talking to the agent? How did you get that contract signed? Mm, so it had been on the market for a while now. It had been on the market for like two or three months. It had been on the market for two or three months and it was way over this. I think it was like at 200. And then there was no photos of the property. It was only like one photo and it looked like it was just from the, the Google Street photo. So they didn't have any photos on the inside. They had tenants that were in the process of leaving. They had been there for a few years. And so basically we just called them up and he was pretty cool. He wasn't those that were hard to talk to. He was, he was pretty open. And um, he was just said, well, I'll present any offer you want me to present. And so we're like, okay, okay. well, it's off at, at 120 and it was listed at 199. <laughs> so how, long, how long was it on the market? I don't remember. Two, three months. They had yeah. been on there for okay. a while. So this is awesome. This is really exciting. So it's overpriced. It's been on the market a couple months. You know what's probably happening is um, everybody sees it and they're like, oh, it's overpriced. I'm not even going to bother. I'm not even going to make an offer. Way overpriced. And then they move on. 
Whereas you guys made that low ball offer. So you offer yeah. 120 on a 200 listing. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Just, it just shows that never prejudge a, a, an asking price, right. Or, or what, a what somebody tells you, don't, don't let that dissuade you from making that offer. Like you guys still made that low offer. Was the yeah. agent offended at that low offer? Or he was cool with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's how it works. We have a time and we just sent, um, we, what did we do? We, we, we posted out. it on Facebook. Yeah. We posted it on Facebook and then they kind of like four different investors went at the same time we did. And then they all kind of looked at it and then he won, was, uh, he wasn't interested, but he knew someone that might be. And so, so when yeah. you went, when you went to look at it with those other cash buyers, that was your first time seeing it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You literally got it locked up without having any idea of the condition. Yeah. We, we just, uh, we just <laughs> estimated that it would need an average rehab. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't go look at it. We just, we didn't, we didn't want to break our heads on how much. It needed. Okay. Yeah. I, I hope you listening right now, everybody listening right now, you, you catch what just happened here. We tend to overcomplicate things so much. And yeah. you guys just said, okay, let's make a low offer. Let's make some assumptions about the repair. Let's get a contingency. And then let's get feedback. Let's get people out here to see this property. They'll let us know what the real number is because they're going to give you a price, right? Of what they're willing to pay cash. Yeah. And like, we don't need to really overcomplicate it. We really can keep it that simple sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you just plugged in a number. You went with an average rehab. The the software in Flipster will give you a ballpark number. Yeah. You know, it's an assumption because you don't really know. What's that? You bumped up the, the rehab number a little bit because you said okay. it was. Yeah, so you bump it up a little bit, extra conservative with the number. Yeah. And then when you went out there with those four buyers, one of them, none of them wanted it, but one of them knew somebody else that might want it. Is that what happened? Yeah. And she went to go look at it and then she had to be... A little bit lower than what we were asking. We were asking a bit more, is because we knew that they they would negotiate with us. Yeah. And so I think we assigned that we were making we were planning on making fifteen. So then that means are like a fifty something. Yeah, we're gonna come out making gotta, fifteen on it. Yeah. Okay. And, so, yeah. Then you had an issue with the agent, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know that we don't pay, we buy as buyers. We never pay commission since this was our first deal. Um, I mean, yeah. And so I signed a 3% commission on the buyer side. So he was charging the seller 6% charging the buyer 3%. He was making oh my gosh. So the agent got 9%. Yeah. yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. So our buyer didn't want to pay commission. And this was on the last day on closing day. It was on closing day, and she was looking through the the settlement statement. She 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 saw that you know there was a three percent that was going that was being charged for her, and she didn't know why. So did you tell the agent you would pay them a three percent commission, and that's why they added that? No, I no. We just we just agreed to let him represent us. He was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's probably what he. We probably miscommunicated, or I don't, yeah, I don't know. yeah. That was pretty ballsy of that agent to to get all that commission. Like you know, 
Good yeah. for him, but um, <laughs> now, now you know, so you got to watch that, right? Like yeah. the 6% is three and three, but the seller pays all of it. Yeah, right. the seller yeah. always pays commission. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. So what that came to what, 3,000 or so, or what was that? What was that 3%? I'm no, not sure. About 4, it was about 4,000. Yeah. And he was charging like an extra. He charged an extra like 150 for something. I'm not too sure. It was like a transaction, transaction something. I'm not too sure. So it, it totaled about 4,000. So we walked away with a little bit closer to like 10. 10,500. 10, 10, yeah. But it was, gotcha. at first it was supposed to be a 15. And then we were still covering the closing costs. Oh, no, we didn't cover closing costs. Yeah. She felt a little bad that we had to pay commission. So she covered the closing costs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We learned a lot ever since. Yeah. Yeah. But so you ended up making around 10 or 10, five net after the commission and everything else on that deal. Okay. And uh, one more thing, how long after uh, was the closing? How how many days was the closing? It was four four weeks. Yeah. Okay. Typical. So I, I like to ask for 30 days just so I have plenty of time to, find my buyer. The buyer has plenty of time to get their funding if they need funding together. You know, so typically three, four weeks is, is pretty normal. Yeah. And was there any issues with closing any other than the agent commission and stuff like was title fine? Any issues there? No, everything was good. I actually went to closing. I didn't know as a wholesaler, you don't even need to attend closing. Yeah. So I went and, but, yeah. <laughs> well, that's how we ended up assigning our next uh, deal. Oh so. uh, yeah. The, the buyers that bought this, uh, first deal, I had I was talking to them about the, um, another deal we had just got under contract, um, and we actually wanted to fix and flip that one. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like twenty five hundred square feet. Yeah, it was, it was a it, it was a big, pretty big home, and I was talking to them about um, how we wanted to do it, just trying to get like advice, and they really liked the area and the numbers, and so they were like, "Let's go look at it." Like. Um, you know, we're interested. So right after closing, we went to go look at the, the house and they wanted it there and then. Oh, that's cool. The contract about a week after we had got the first one on the contract. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, be, so not only did you get a repeat lead source from the agent, but you also got a repeat buyer from your cash buyer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's why you cultivate those relationships because Buyers are going to want more deals and agents are going to get more leads. They're going to get more properties, right? It's yeah. so powerful. So let's talk about the closing. So one benefit of physically going to the closing, if it's your backyard, is you can kind of work those relationships because you're in the room with them, you're chit-chatting, you're talking, you're asking them questions, you know, you're interacting and that builds relationship. So there may be a benefit to that, that you want to go to closing so that you can rub shoulders with everybody, Right. Uh, but man, I'm just trying to be so efficient with like the way I do things that, um, I just have not, I don't, I don't go to closings. You don't need to go to closing. If you're wholesaling, even when I'm buying and selling as a flipper, I still don't go to closing. I have a, I have a traveling notary come to me. Title will set this up. You tell them, Hey, I want someone to come to me. The traveling notary will come with all the documents, whatever you have to sign, you sign it right there. They come to your house. They meet you wherever you want. Like I do it while I'm traveling. I'm at a hotel. They'll meet me in the lobby. I just did one like that. Mm-hmm. And it just saves so much time. And then you either wire, if you're buying, buying, you wire the funds in, 
or if it's a sale, then funds get wired to you. So you just wire funds, sign with a with a traveling notary, and you're done. That's it. Pretty easy. Yeah, just super easy, super convenient, super fast. So love that. Awesome. Okay, so tell us about the, real quickly, tell us about how that agent turned into more deals. You said that you got another deal from that agent? Yeah. So he would keep, like, every once in a while, he would send us the deal and would be like, oh, it's too tight for us. It wouldn't work. But then eventually he sent us um, a good one. The pocket listing? Yeah, it was a pocket listing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't hit the market yet um but that one we needed a jv with somebody because that one was more of a uh, hedge fund deal okay so we just he bought it to us we ended up doing a little back and forth of um the walkthrough. yeah the walkthrough. Yeah. but we ended up closing on that one it was a tight deal but we ended up making five but then we split it okay so okay. smaller was, deal yeah it yeah. was but it was no marketing like you said no no nothing it was just uh-huh. Easy. Yeah. Super easy because you you JV'd with another wholesaler who had the buyer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you got another deal under your belt with that agent, which is huge. Yeah. yeah. Now you've closed two with the same agent, and clearly this agent gets distressed properties. Now on yeah. that one, uh you double dip, but you didn't pay another three percent, did you? No. <laughs> Was no. he like, come on, where's my other where's my nine percent? What's going on here? <laughs> Well, another agent had bought it to him. He bought it to us. So he oh. was the buyer's agent, not the listing agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, on the first one. On the second one. The second. Oh, on the, the second one. Okay. Yeah. So now, so this agent, I love this agent. I wish I could shake this guy's hand. This is how all agents should think. This guy is brilliant. Now he doesn't even have deals to bring you. He's bringing somebody else's deals to you. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Like. I do not understand why agents are not are not investor friendly because are you kidding? You're going to get so many more deals done. Yeah. We get a lot that just kind of throws to the side. Oh, yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, it's unreal. So way to go. Okay. And then tell us about that third one real quick. What was that deal like? That one with Jack. Um, we actually, so the one who found us a buyer for their first house, we, we couldn't find no one on Facebook who wanted it. And he had too many friends on Facebook, so we couldn't even get in touch with him. <laughs> so, but the way we ended up finding him was through a um, those ban- bandit signs. It was like Jack buys houses. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was one of those. <laughs> it was one of those. So we ended up calling him. And ever since yeah. then, we, we've, we've had a long relationship with him as well. He's um, helped us out. He actually. But he's a wholesaler? He's a whole, yeah, um, a little bit of both. Yeah, he does both. So he does, yeah, he has rentals and, and other stuff. But okay. this one, we wholesaled it to him and he found the end buyer. Okay. Yeah. So you JV'd with him? Yeah. 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 And what was the numbers on that one? How much did you make? That one was uh, 25 as well. That, that was the one with the hedge fund deal. No, oh. No. no. The one? one with Andrew. Oh, oh, then we have a. Um, no, Delta. That Delta, one was 25. Yeah. And was yeah, yeah, and that was that was within the first month, month and a couple of weeks with the three deals. Yeah. So all three of these deals happened within about a month or so. Mm-hmm. Man, are you guys just so excited to see three deals in a month like that? Yeah, a little too excited. We quit our jobs and that's when we learned. <laughs> <a lesson. laughs> 
Yeah, you got you got a little ambitious there, huh? Well, pressure's on, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it was definitely a learning experience. So it was a lesson we learned. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, guys, you guys are amazing. Really cool to hear your success. Uh, love to see you actively doing the business. Now you're full time, so pressure's on. Let's go, and uh, you know, keep tearing it up, you guys. Leave a comment and, and let them know that they're flipping geniuses. You guys are awesome.